1: the man for whom the program is eponymously named On The Mend, as he expressed in an email to yours truly uh, that arrived uh, over my electronic transom uh, earlier today. And uh, if you have trouble understanding or thinking of whose voice this might be, I'll clear up any mystery for you. It's former Congressman J.D. Hayworth behind the mic, and it's a good thing, two things that, that prepared me for talk radio. First and foremost, um, studying history, and especially study, studying the history of mass communication, Because as a kid growing up, I can remember the days where you had three commercial networks and the public broadcasting service, which before being known as PBS, was an entity called NET, National Educational Television. At any rate, on Sunday afternoons in the late 1960s, NBC televised a program entitled... Experiment in television. And what brings that to mind is the fact that you and I are talking here, and you're listening, you, you, you're you invited to talk. Arguably, this is the world's first interactive medium, but we may have launched, without a net and experiment in radio. Because it has been a long time, uh, since I've been behind the mic on a regular basis here in Phoenix, and times can change things, and the fact given this time of year, you may be running hither and yon, enjoying your time at hither, not so wild about yawn. You may be out taking care of all the shopping uh, since you have been subcontracted by Santa to help out with the elves and all the attendant uh, Christmas uh, celebrating that is soon to be here. Now, the reason I'm saying this, I have invited you all afternoon to call in for a special type of open phones exercise that had the great reputation when you used to say back in the day, blow out the phones, people knew what it meant. It meant you were granted a finite time to line up and have your say. 602-508-0960 here at AM 960 The Patriot. Now, granted, it's been a way. Last time I was in, and, and we'll just pull back the curtain a little bit, there were some challenges with the telephone lines here at the Radio Ranch. We, we're going to tell folks about that. But now we think everything's under control. So we thought today we'll bring back, blow out the phones. People who want to line up and talk. Now, maybe I scared everybody away with the talk about what's happened to our government, with the fact that now... You can be tracked with your cell phone. You can be doxxed, And apparently some reporters think that is a First Amendment right to take a. If you're a public person, hey, just put everything out there and let things happen. So I'm inviting you, and if you don't want to take me up on this, that's cool, because there's something else I learned through the years. As much as I would love to make this an interactive medium, I'm happy to have time to uh, to just visit with you. I may have uh, may have may have finished second for the Republican nomination for the US Senate in uh, 2010, but I can filibuster with the best of them. So here's the drill. The phone number again 602-508- 0 Here's what we're going to ask you to do. You can take 30 seconds, exactly 30 seconds, to tell us what it is you want to talk about. You get exactly 30 seconds. At the time that is done, you are gone, and we move to the next caller. You're starting to line up right now. We're happy to take the calls, and we're going to get to them in mere moments. But we do see here, first of all, my faith in this, the first interactive electronic medium, and in you, because you have things on your mind. So I tell you what, I'm just going to let the skilled technicians Get the first wave of calls ready so we can move through them. And you'll want to write down this number and continue to call in 602-508-0960 here at AM 960. Let's see if I get a meaningful nod uh, from those right there. You're ready to go. We've got the timer ready to go. Yes, okay. People are ready. Let's fittingly begin on line one. It's Mike in Phoenix. Mike, your 30 seconds. Start now. J.D., it's great
0: to hear from you again. I miss you. You know, when you step in for staff, I want to know why you don't run for political office again. You're such a sharp guy, and we need a guy like you back in office helping us here in Arizona.
1: I thank you for the comment. I'll reserve my comment in kind for later. But you see how this works. Mike got that in. Now, that that's very flattering. That's very nice. We'll talk about that later. But I'm interested less in questions from you than in statements. So a nice thank you to Mike. Let's go next to Cave Creek where Mark is on line three. Mark, your half a minute starts now.
0: J.D., great to hear your delta tones on the airwaves again. And I just want to ask you, sir, given the state of affairs that we're in right now, how can we keep people from being scared or standing up for the rule of law?
1: Another great point. We cannot operate in fear. And I dare say, Mark, that your call, anyone who takes time to call and makes their opinion known, is striking a blow against fear. Now, to Mesa. On uh, line four, it's Bob. Bob, your 30 seconds starts now.
0: Ditto's on what the first two guys said. You're doing a great job, J.D., and I like reading you in the East Valley Tribune. Uh, the uh, thing I wanted to say is the most uh, unself-aware people in the world are known as Democrats, and the fact that anybody wouldn't think doxing is a uh, call to violence, they are insane. So,
1: Well, you, Bob had it going there. He got the cogent thoughts, and I think the phone kind of went out, but his 30 seconds were up. We had to go on. Thank you, Bob, for the call. Now down to line five from Parts Unknown. Lee, Lee, your half minute starts now. Hey,
0: J.D., I am so pleased to hear your voice on the radio again, and God bless Bob Mohan. Hey, we've got to do something about these people who are in prison right now with no uh, hearings of any sort uh, from January 6th. It's just not right to keep Americans in jail without due process.
1: You got it said in 30 seconds, Lee. I think you and I agree. Back to the top of the list, and uh, we will tell you that we're not giving cities because the calls are coming fast and furious, and we're trying to get them set up. On line uh, one, it's Fred. Fred, your half minute starts now. I
0: do not understand why there are no impeachment processes going on. Uh, They try to impeach President Trump. Uh, isn't the president's job to protect the country, protect the borders? And if he's not doing that, why is he in office? That Our Constitution allows for that, doesn't it? And how about the people in power? I get tired of all the talk and nothing's done. Nobody stands up and does anything.
1: And I thank you for the call, Fred. I think we have time uh, for one more before we have to step aside. That would be Scott. Scott, your 30 seconds begin now.
0: Yeah, hey G. Um, want to know why um, we got to sit here and listen about the border being open, but yet they're spending all the money and they just want to work with us and nothing gets done? And why, uh, you know, people don't just uh, start?
1: Well, uh, down there, you, you dropped out on us a little bit there, there, Scott. I tell you what, we're going to re-rack, get this working. We may actually make history. We may, for the first time in the history of Blow Out the Phones, we're exercising a decision here. Well, it, it's rendered a moot point. Scott has said goodbye. You have a chance to say hello and tell us what's on your mind. Hello or H-E-Double Hockey Sticks? No. Whatever you got going, uh, you give us a call. 602-508-0960, JD for Seth. Twenty-one minutes past five. Yes, reassurance for a significant other of the feminine persuasion. Always important. Uh, And uh, thank you for restoring my faith in the power of this incredible interactive medium. We've been away. Blow out the phones. Has been a fond memory for many people. So you bring it back and you forget that there are peaks and valleys with it. The good news is all our equipment's working fine. So if you want to get in, we've got until 5.30, which uh, let's do the math on this. It's coming up in about five seconds. We'll have eight minutes. So if you want to get in, 602-508-0960 here at AM 960. The Patriot, you'll get your 30 seconds to talk about anything on your mind. Uh, don't call up and talk dirty, we've got a delay switch. There are some things, you know, we, we want creative speech, we want free speech, but as Fred Friendly, a noted journalist for CBS News and later with the Ford Foundation said, just because you have the right to do something does not make it right. And so we are ready to go again, checking in from Scottsdale, On line one, Russell, your 30 seconds start now. Great. I came up
0: with an anagram to caption the Anthony Fauci bobblehead. And it's called a fun China toy. A fun with the letters.
1: I I got you, pal. All right. Thanks, Russell, for the call. Uh, He gives you a chance to call in now if you'd like to. Uh, It's uh, 602-508-0960 here at AM960, The Patriots. Sometimes there are hidden messages. There are certain things that go on, and uh, we'll just let you try to determine and decode if you dare. So a good chance for you to get in in what uh, is tantamount to the return for a limited time, maybe just till 530 I blew out the phones, and uh, seriously, I've got a couple of other things to talk about. Uh, as we now get a call from Surprise, it's Justin. Justin, your half a minute starts now.
0: Yeah, I think the big question we need to ask ourselves is, what do we do from this point when the people in power are not getting charged for what they're doing and all the crimes that they're committing against this country What's the next step we take if our justice system and our judicial system is broken? Thank you. That's it.
1: Thank you, Justin. You got it done in 20 seconds, including the uh, the thank you, which was very nice. A very well-mannered group of callers dealing with some, well, provocative topics, dealing with some frustrating subject matter, but staying remarkably even tempered uh lots is going on uh th- this whole thing as i understand it in the united states and maybe we'll just maybe, if we don't get a call that's cool we'll we'll talk about this right now and we'll move on if if uh if you do call and you want your 30 seconds we'll see if we can accommodate that but if you choose not to this whole deal about the after school satan club You've heard about it in Chesapeake, Virginia. I believe the name of the elementary school, the B.M. Williams Elementary School, where some parents or some adults think there ought to be an after-school Satan Club. Now, it might surprise you to realize there are four such chartered clubs at schools in the United States a decided minority, but the fact that those schools exist, I just have one question. Do those schools allow an after-school Bible club? I was talking earlier about Fred Friendly, the, uh, the president of CBS News, the guy who left. He was mad at Chairman Paley because the Senate Foreign Relations Committee was having hearings on uh, American involvement in Vietnam. And uh, you may recall back in the day, CBS would recycle uh, the old sitcoms that would run in prime time. For example, the Andy Griffith Show, they would call it Andy of Mayberry. I guess there was some sort of notion of separating for ratings purposes the names used uh, in primetime from the names used in daytime. At any rate, uh, CBS made a decision, no, they were not going to televise the, the hearings of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee on the war in Vietnam, and Fred Friendly resigned as president of CBS News. Later got a gig at the Ford Foundation, and this was before the reflexive leftist kind of thing. Although, let's face it, Fred Friendly and Edward R. Murrow, both kind of left-leaning. But it was Fred Friendly who famously said, Just because you have the right to do something doesn't make it right. And we think about the rights we have and the responsibilities that coexist with them. A whole lot of talk about rights, less talk about responsibilities. One responsibility I would love to see, or check that, one, well, they both are inexorably linked, aren't they? Rights and responsibilities. I would suggest, and I love it, that the Constitution is a document of limited and enumerated powers. We don't have to have judicial activists sitting there, again, taking a sideways look, uh, squinting their eyes and imagining the creation of new rights. But I have something that I think you and I should readily agree to, and it is this notion, for children under the age of legal majority, especially for children grades K through 6, at long last can we restore for, Americans, for America's children a right to innocence a right to avoid this kind of pervasive sexualization of children before adolescence, before decision-making. Can we say that for children who are in the process of growing up, who are far from mature, can we reserve for them The innocence, the naivete, the sense of wonder, and the sense that they will not be violated psychologically, sexually, or in other manners to have them manipulated. May we return, please, to education, true education, not socialization, not indoctrination, Your thoughts on that coming up. It's J.D. for Seth. We're coming right back to take your calls. J.D. for Seth, AM 960 The Patriot, number to call 602 508 Oh, 960, that kind of works, doesn't it? With the whole image and the frequency and all of that. Well, let me explain something. Now, in this particular portion of the program, it's open phones. We're not, we're not going to limit you to 30 seconds. So with that in mind, let's go up pace and way up to a rim country. They're on the muggy and rim on line two. It's Bob. Hi, Bob. Hey, J.D., nice to hear your voice, and thank you for being such an excellent substitute professor for my professor, Seth. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Bob. And thank you for the memories of Bob Mohan, the old pilot friend of mine from years and years ago. A question for you, J.D., you were in Congress. If a country is being attacked by
0: another country, if it's being invaded, if it's killing our citizens by the tens
1: of thousands, does that country not declare war on the other country jd well that is certainly one option and what i thought bob and i can take it back to my days in congress what i thought the uh following the shock and the attack of september 11th 2001 i was likewise shocked that there was no dramatic effort to seal our borders and our ports because we had been suddenly and brutally attacked and we should have moved to control our, our borders. And yet... And yet, take a look at what happened. We're 20 years after the fact, and now we have the invasion coming. So yes, it is an act of war. What is more troubling is that the political inertia, the political cowardice, the notion that the elites who want to drive down wages and somehow want to get rid of national sovereignty, that they have been able to maintain this delay for so long. And what is incredible incredibly tragic bob and i hope and pray i am wrong about this but what is coming when you take a look at all the people coming across the border not just from our neighbor to the south not just from central america and you've got men of what we would call draft age in the united states coming here unchecked coming here uh with with no affiliation you have got the chance for greater and greater attacks on innocent Americans, and thereby, d- despite the discussion of, of the definition of war, what you have done is you have failed to protect the American people, which is the first and most basic law of uh, a reason for government to exist. A little deeper in that, J.D., do you believe, as I do, that the cartels are behind this border invasion, the fentanyl coming to this country, killing American citizens, and they're threatening our judges and politicians with their lives? Oh, I believe that the cartels, for years it used to be, and maybe you read my book, gosh, 15 years ago. Uh, Ciudad Juarez, across uh, across the, uh, the international border from El Paso, where all the people are jammed right now. You know, there's a group in uh, in Mexico, the Zetas. They were the guys who used to be law enforcement. They crossed over to the dark side. The FBI, back when it was the FBI, had a new special agent in charge for El Paso. The local head of the Zetas called it. To say at that time, hey listen, if you've heard any talk that we've targeted you, we just want you to know that is not the case. But we know who's been spreading those rumors, and if you'd like, we'll rub them out. Now think about the psychological uh, operation at work there. But even more, in recent years, there have been actions taken. There have been threats made, I believe, by the cartel toward law enforcement and probably toward political leaders. And let's not forget, those cartels are not working alone. They are working with China sub- supplying the fentanyl to kill Americans. And there's no way to sugarcoat it. That's just a fact. You got the last word, Bob. J.D., great work. You have a merry, merry Christmas, sir. Blessings to you, Bob, and thanks for the call. When we come back, we will talk more about this very special time of year. It's J.D. for Seth. 16 minutes till 6. It's the recovering Congressman J.D. Hayworth in for Seth Liebson on the eponymously named Seth Liebson Show. And you heard that music even so briefly, you know from whence it comes. A Charlie Brown Christmas. It is something that for over a half century has been a part of America's Celebration of this special time of year. And the fact is, you cannot say you were not warned. Because a year ago at this time, as the glad tidings were reported that a Charlie Brown Christmas was airing again on national television for the 56th consecutive year, there also came a warning that the Peabody Award-winning Peanuts special might not be seen for a 57th straight Yuletide broadcast on conventional over-the-air television. And sadly, I must report that that has now come to pass. A different technology will be utilized. You see, in their beneficence, the fine folks at Apple TV+, Plus say instead that their platform will provide a free window for streaming video viewing of the show from December 22nd through Christmas Day. Of course, that free stream of video won't mean much to the technically challenged and, dare I say, the economically challenged among us, but, but hey, it's the thought that counts, right? Your initial reaction to this Apple TV Plus corporate decision could very well be, Oh, th- this sounds familiar. Where have I heard this before? Stop. Think. Remember. You first heard this notion when you are old enough to understand the plot of a Charlie Brown Christmas. Our forlorn hero is even more forlorn as Christmas Day approaches. Charlie Brown bemoans the commercialization of the Christmas season. Thankfully, there's good news in in the good news. More on that in a moment. First, A word not from, but for, Apple. Sure, corporate executives made a business decision. After spending big bucks for exclusive rights to the Peanuts gallery of TV specials, those rights are not exclusive if you share freely of the one special that's most special in a way that ensures the widest possible distribution... But maybe, just maybe, those who made the decision should listen to the question asked, really shouted, by the star of the show. You remember, right? Charlie Brown shouts it out of exasperation in a volume that can be heard even in a soundproof executive suite. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Linus answers, quietly, effectively, and movingly from the Gospel according to Luke. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Linus then concludes, That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. That's what Christmas is all about, Apple executives. That's what Christmas is all about, dear listener. Our Creator loved us enough to send His most beloved creation out of the splendor of eternity and into the squalor of a sinful world to give us the gift of eternal life if we only profess and believe and accept it. Peanuts creator Charles Schultz accepted that gift and chose to share it with others. That's why he insisted that the passage from Luke be included in a Charlie Brown Christmas. But other members of his creative team were skeptical, even way back in 1965. You can't put the Bible on television, one told him. But if we don't do it, who will, Schultz responded. The passage from Luke remains even if the annual nationwide telecast has now ended. The same Bible that motivated and inspired Charles Schultz also warns us of the tackiness, trendiness, and, yes, the sinfulness of this temporal world. Charles Schultz himself was called from this temporal existence into his eternal rest more than two decades ago. The Bible in which he believed also said of the Savior in whom Schultz believed that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that the Savior's gift of salvation is available to all. If you've listened to these words, you can't say you haven't been invited. It's become so commonplace now. It was so much a part of Americana being able to turn on the television and watch a Charlie Brown Christmas. And I know, I know, it's available for free for three days on Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah, but that, that free requires being wired, if you will, being able to use your computer in such a way. I guess you could argue that people didn't understand how to use their TV sets back in the day. Guess they learn quickly but thank goodness the good news is not depended on not dependent on electronic technology the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it we're coming back Five minutes till six. AM960, The Patriot, J.D. in for Seth. Hoping Seth, as he said in his email, he's on the mend and a couple of days away and this weekend, and here's hoping he is back with you Monday. I must tell you, That I have enjoyed our spontaneous and unrehearsed two days together or two shows together. And now as we're uh, heading toward uh, the conclusion of our time together on this Friday, as we are approaching Christmas, I want to thank you for listening to what I shared about not just a Charlie Brown Christmas, but the reason for the season. And now to to leave you smiling. Uh a bit more uh irreverence here. I I'm, I'm going to take the uh the top th- well I guess I still have time for the top 5. Couple of minutes top 5 facts to remember as we grow older. Number 5. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a day. Teach a person to use the internet and they won't bother you for weeks months. Maybe they won't bother you for years. Number four. Health nuts are going to feel stupid someday, lying in the hospital, dying of nothing. Number three. All of us could take a lesson from the weather. It pays no attention to criticism. Number two. In the 60s, people took LSD To make the world weird. Now the world is weird. And people take Prozac to make it normal. And number one. Maybe not number one with a bullet. (laughs) Then again, maybe number one with a bullet. Life is like a jar of jalapeno peppers. What you do today... What you do today may be a burning issue tomorrow. Whoever wrote this concluded with the following words. Please share this wisdom with others. I would do it now, but I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, the candor that first embraces us in childhood... And then returns as we continue to grow up. What did Shakespeare write? Eight ages hath a man, and the last is likened to the first. As you continue your earthly existence, I appreciate the fact that you shared a slice of life to me with me today. And just remember, it's not so much we're growing older, but if the truth be told, we never completely grow up. And finally, this thought, death is the number one killer in the world. For Seth Liebson, J.D. Hayworth, stay brave, stay free, stay tuned, and thanks for listening.